Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Cafecito con Estrellita. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hola mi gente, welcome back to Cafecito con Estrellita. I hope you're doing well this week, I've missed you, I always, always, always miss you. And please, if you haven't already, make sure you are following this podcast, Cafecito con Estrellita, on any platform that you are using right now to listen to this podcast. Now, let's get right into it. It's holiday season and Thanksgiving is in a couple of days. And I'm going to be really honest, my family and I, we've never really been big on Thanksgiving. Like, don't get me wrong, we do come together to make food, but I think we've only made turkey like three times out of my 28 years of being on this earth. <laughs> Usually it's tamales, pozole. Yeah, no, I'm trying to think of anything else, but it's usually between that. But Thanksgiving isn't a huge thing for us. We honestly spend more time celebrating Christmas and New Year's. Y honestamente, I really think it's my ancestors just sharing the vibes that Thanksgiving is just not it. In case you're not fully aware of the history of Thanksgiving, or maybe you just haven't done a lot of research about it yet, a lot, so many indigenous people were slaughtered on Thanksgiving due to colonizers. And it's just so heartbreaking knowing that these parts of history actually happened. And Thanksgiving, it's a time to be thankful. I remember always hearing about that in the classrooms, y cosas así. But it's like, como? Como? Like, there's people being thankful here, pero luego this ugly, gruesome, atrocious side of history happened. Oh my gosh. And to just really top it all off, aside from that part of history, the holidays, it's it's a very emotional time overall, whether you're surrounded by people and feel alone or whether you're not surrounded by people and feel alone. And don't get me started on seasonal depression, but I definitely do want to transition and talk about what we can do in regards to setting boundaries in place when you are at family gatherings. Now, I've been hearing other creators talk about this, whether it's through TikTok or podcast episodes to also gain intel while also sitting back and reflecting back on my own personal experiences and how I've gone about it. I'm not going to lie for a good while, especially while I was in school. When it came to the family gatherings, I wouldn't, I would just purposely find a way to always sit, I guess you would call it the kids table, even though there was, really wasn't a designated kids table. But if you happen to see most of the adults at one table and the kids like in the living room or somewhere else, yeah, I would be there. Yo todo arreglada. But, you know, watching the little ones playing Legos or rewatching their favorite movies and cosas así. I know for one of my cousins, during the holiday season and they stayed over, they rewatched this movie called Benji so many times. It's about a little dog. I don't remember exactly what happened, but it's just super, super cute if you want to check it out. And I guess it's good that I don't remember much about it at the top of my head other than it was replayed a lot because then I would be spoiling it for you. And who knows, maybe you want to watch Benji. <laughs> Anyways, and yeah, so me choosing to just not sit with the adults to avoid certain comments and conversations 
was my way at the time to take care of my mental health. But reflecting back as of recent, I just, at the time it was what was, nece- what was necessary for me, what I felt was right. But now it's like, as I've been sharing with all of you, I'm really trying to own that era of just like not quote unquote running away from things, running away from my problems. Like you got to face them and do what you can as much as you can y luego sí. You know, because that's how we get better at advocating for ourselves. You know how for the longest time I'd always share, you need to be your best cheerleader, whether it's in academia or in the real world. You need to really advocate for yourself to get the best opportunities for you to vouch for your mental health. Well, how could you start efficiently advocating for you if you just don't start practicing? And the best places are family functions like this. But I know way easier said than done. I just told you I because my mind would be like, okay, I already had the assumption they're going to ask me how school, how long is it going to take? And whether it's a question with good or bad intentions behind it, just because I know academia, the pathway is never linear. And I know that. And they may not know, especially being first gen, it's like, I'm going to get super defensive. And I'm just talking about my own personal experience. And then with me feeling super defensive, I'm not going to really want to talk much. At least that's how I used to be. So now moving forward for, I'm not really sure what we're going to be doing for Thanksgiving, but I'm talking like Christmas and New Year's when we have our family gatherings. When I'm asked those questions like, oh, are you done with school now? What are you thinking? Your mom recently told me that you you work from the house, the tu casa for yourself. And even though I'm still figuring things out, taking it day by day, as I mentioned with all of you, I will, you know, kindly share, oh, yes, I am working on a business right now. It takes a lot of work, but it's going good. How are you? So that's an example of how I would do it where I answer their question, but then I redirect it back to them so I could hear more from them too, you know? Or let's say it would go back to the whole school thing. Like in my case, they'd be like, oh, so are you done with school? Are you going to finish? Then I would respond, I'm not in school right now, pero a ver qué pasa. Then I would redirect it back to them and ask them, how are your kids doing in school? Have you ever thought about going to school yourself or going back to school? Just depending who is talking. And I feel like that's a good way to direct these types of conversations. Now, if for whatever reason, even if you do politely shift the conversations in a different direction because you shared all that you felt you wanted to share about a specific question that, you know, you're still trying to figure out that part of your life, then, you know, you can redirect to another family member to talk to. Or I know I was hearing another creator mention that you can just leave. Like, I mean, you don't have to pull a full on telenovela and leave on the spot. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But reflecting back, like, I would definitely, that's something I would think to do for myself. Like once we finish eating, 
and I help pick up, then I would politely say, oh, I need to go. Thank you for having me. It was super awesome. Then I would do that. Now, of course, if you're the one hosting the gathering at your house, I could see how that could feel a little challenging, but same thing, you're the host. So if that happens, but as long as you know you've tried, you've talked, but there's just there's just certain boundaries that are not being met by others because they keep trying to pick and pick at a certain conversation, which again, whether it's about your school trajectory, your career trajectory, even waking, and they just keep picking, you can go around and just enter into a new party. That's after you tried your best. Or again, you're the host. You can go in the kitchen and try the desserts or somewhat start picking up. So then that way, like you don't have to deal with the whole mess. Like whatever it is you want to do, it's just what I'm saying is I just, I want you to allow yourself the opportunity to really implement those boundaries of yours into place. And of course, how can you implement those boundaries? By entering those conversations or participating in those conversations where just having a conversation. Then of course, if the conversation with your family members is going into a direction where you don't love, set the first boundary where you're like, oh, like this, that, how about you? Or I don't feel comfortable talking about that right now. I'm still figuring it out. And then if they keep picking, that's when you can escort yourself out of that situation. You know, it's just, I feel the most important is just knowing that you tried for yourself because you don't owe an explanation to anybody that doesn't have the best intentions for you. Honestly, you don't owe an explanation to anybody in general. But yeah, honestly, I really hope this was helpful that this gave you something to think about. I just want to make sure that you always have the best interest for you, whatever that looks like, and that you know how to go about certain things. Ahora, I have some more personal life cheesement for all of you. Don't worry, it's nothing crazy, but it's like, oh my goodness. Now, recently I've shared, I don't remember, it, I have a lot of platforms, but I've been sharing that I've been grinding my teeth at night. And how do I know? Because I feel the soreness when I wake up the next day. And the only other time my jaw ever felt like that was when I was a little girl, because I used to grind my teeth cuando yo era una niña. I was about the ages of five to eight. And I knew that because of like the sore pain. Y también like when I would sleep over at my grandparents' house, my teeth grinding would wake up my grandparents because we would sleep in the same room. Like I would sleep on this tiny little pullout bed and they would be on their bed. So yeah, they would hear. And then when we, I would wake up in the morning, they'd be like, ¿Estás bien, mijita? ¿Todo bien? And they would explain it to me. But because I was little, I didn't really know what to respond to or if I even knew if I believed them. I just knew, oof. But teeth grinding, one of the causes is high-functioning stress. And as a little girl, you're probably wondering, well, what high-functioning stress did you have? You weren't in school or building a business at that time. Well, yeah, it wasn't that stress. But growing up... I was just in an environment where 
intergenerational trauma and generational trauma were happening all at the same time with young, young parents. Because as I mentioned to you all in the past, my mom was 15, my dad was 17 when they got together and got married. Y luego they crossed over to the States. So it was just a lot. And I just remember with being raised in a very survival mentality type household, I always also felt stress, if you know what I'm saying. I don't know if I'm an empath or if I would consider myself an empath. I should probably research this and see like if I could talk to an expert about this. But yeah, it's just like I've always grown up being someone where like I like if the person next to me is like really, really stressed or very, very sad, it's like my body, it just, it takes in their emotions too. So then I get just as sad or just as stressed. And yeah, so years later, your girl's teeth grinding again, but this time it's for, as we all know, the entrepreneurial journey, being first gen, being first gen in the sense where you're trying to figure out everything in industries where you are the first in your family to be navigating them. And yeah, pero todo bien. We're here, we're showing up. And it was actually, so in case any of you were wondering if I'm still with my Pisces, yes, I am. I know I haven't talked about him in the last couple of episodes, but that's okay. We don't got to be talking about our mans 24-7. Who knows, maybe one day, like, let's say he is the one and we end up like married or whatever. Maybe, I don't know. A ver qué pasa. But anyways, so he actually... He's been so kind, like he gifted me a mouth guard and some other stress, like not stress free, I guess like some nice things to help calm my stress. Like how I mentioned to all of you, he gives me flowers, like that's why my desk always has flowers. The moment that my flowers die, he's already ready with another set. And I always get roses. I always tell him roses because... I'm not a florist, but at least for me, and I don't want to say I kill my plants because I've never even really been a plant mom, so I don't know if I can even say that, pero from my experiences, roses just tend to last for a long time, <laughs> longer than most other flowers that I've been exposed to when they are in a vase with water. So I always request for roses, red are my favorites, and I just keep them on my desk and all that fun stuff. And I got some tea, which I thought was super cute because like right now, as many of you know, I am a content creator for Tadin, specifically for the Instagram because I make Instagram reels for them on my profile though, you know, and uh, at the little coffee bar we have at my house, pues tenemos las cosas para hacer cafecito. But I also have, I think, like, I just have a lot of tea boxes from Tadin because, you know, they're going to send me boxes for it and stuff. And then he gives me tea, but I didn't want to tell him I already had a bunch of tea. So I don't know. It was just super cute. And going back to the whole mouth guard thing, 
last night was the first time I was using the mouth guard. Oh my gosh, I'm definitely going to be calling myself out. Please don't judge me. And it fits. It's doing its job. But when I woke up this morning, I think while I was sleeping, I took it out of my mouth or quien sabe que, because when I woke up, I didn't have my mouth guard in my mouth anymore. And I was like, what the heck? Estrella, what are you doing? And I'm like, ah, girl. So I fails at having my mouth guard night one, but I'm not going to lie. I'm also going to start wearing my mouth guard while I'm working. Not like the whole time. The reason why is because Lately, I've been noticing that while I'm working, whether it's my writing or I'm researching something or I'm going over my work calendar for my one-on-one coaching sessions, I start clenching my jaw. I don't know why I do it. I don't know if it's because I'm super in the zone. If you know me, I've always been an intense person. Like It's just, I don't know how else to say it. So I have a lot of, just a lot of passion. I would even say... I'm a tad dramatic, <laughs> but no, for real. So I'll start clenching my jaw and I decide with myself, I'll wear my, I won't wear it during my whole workday, but let's say I've, I'm working and I don't have meetings or whatever and I'm just at my desk and maybe it's two hours where I'm just writing or researching, then I'll put my mouth guard to help just ease my jaw clenching because I'm like, whoa. Super crazy, especially because all these years that I was in school, grinding my teeth was not a thing. Like it was, I just didn't have it. I mean, I had hives, like how I share with all of you, but my hives don't happen as much anymore. Gracias a Dios or at all. Now it's uh, grinding my teeth or clenching my jaw. But honestly, I'm not going to lie. I rather take the the hives thing, because I've noticed too that ever since I've been clenching my jaw and my I wake up like kind of sore from it, when I look at my face, like I'm washing it and stuff, and I don't know, my face just looks a little more puffier because I didn't know this and I'm not a doctor. I'm just like sharing what I've come across like on TikTok and Google, but there are people that get some type of Botox to help lessen the swelling from grinding their teeth. It doesn't take away like the sore no the soreness from the jaw, but it'll, it just stops the swelling. And I'm like it, the little swelling I've been getting more on my face, it can't be all from waking. Like I mentioned, I've been I've been also navigating post grad weight gain. And right now I'm still all right, like all my jeans fit. My shirts still fit and my sweaters. So it ain't the weight gain. It has to be most likely the the grinding of the teeth. So I'm trying to figure all of that out. If any of you have any tips or anything you'd like to share, please, please, please just share it. I know on Spotify, it gives me the option to ask all of you like, a question and then you share an answer, I'll share that feature. And if any of you can respond by just sending me messages, whether it's Instagram, I've been having some weird, like, I don't know, TikTok is super weird sometimes on my end because I've been having people share in my comment section that they they are sending me messages, 
and they would like me to respond to it or whatever, right? Pero like, no puedo. Like, I don't know how else to explain it. I don't know if maybe I need a new phone or my phone needs to upgrade. But the reason why I haven't gotten a new phone is because I haven't heard the best reviews of the iPhone 15. And also, honestamente, con todo que está pasando con Congo and Palestine, it's just, it's not a good time to be buying any new tech thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's always those emergencies, but right now I'm pretty all right. Usually cuando eso pasa, I redirect the TikTok commenters to my email address so that they can contact me there because I'm not going to lie. My email does have the highest priority in regards to Instagram and TikTok messages, but it just feels more organized if I have everything sent to my email because TikTok and IG just feels very the messaging part of it all honestly feels very casual to me. Definitely, if you do see me like share questions or ask for your feedback on my IG stories, those also have like a top priority because it's not something that I do daily. So when I do ask, I take back your responses because who knows, maybe it could be for a podcast episodes or I'm hosting a giveaway, so I want to hear from you what type of giveaways do you want from me or what other future content you want to see. So it's definitely all those fun things like that. Ahora, ah, my goodness, as many of you know, it's not my favorite part of the episode, but it's slowly time that we start to trickle away from today's podcast episode. I know it's it's a little shorter than usual, but... I For this one in particular, I did make it intentional because, numero uno, I know a lot of you are working towards finishing up the year or working to finish up the semester, the quarter with finals, cosas así, and everything else that comes with this time of the year, the holiday season. Pero I still wanted to show up and share as much value as I can, while, of course, sharing some of my personal achievement in regards to how I'm figuring out this new chapter in my life with how my body reacts to stress. But uh, that's definitely something I want to do and continue to bring with me into 2024, like just not letting stress affect my body like that so much. Like I need to get into yoga or Pilates I, yeah, I should. I used to do yoga when I was in my early, early 20s. And I need to... A ver que encuentro en YouTube because it's important. Oh, but I will share with you too, though. I've been getting more steps in. So in case you didn't know, because I didn't know, please don't judge me. A lo mínimo, it's recommended that people get 10,000 steps a day. And I did read another article that had also suggested that about 5,000 steps is still an appropriate amount of steps that we should do to continue carrying a healthy body. So what I'm doing now is, I'm not going to lie, 10,000 feels like a lot, especially because I work from home for myself. But when I was working at the school and because I'd be back and forth, standing, walking, close to the sea, 10,000 felt very easy. So I'm going to keep taking it little by little and start pushing myself to do 5,000 steps per day. So then as we continue to progress, I'll eventually get to the 10K level. Now, I always want you to remember this. 
always celebrate your wins, big or small, because without them, there would be no representation. And mijita, mijito, you are representation. So mi gente, if you haven't already, please, please, please rate, write a review for this podcast on any platform that you're using to listen to your podcast right now. Please share it. It would mean the world to me and will continue to increase the engagement of Cafecito con Estrellita. Cuídense y hablamos pronto. Adiós.